It's 14 past seven and we're going to a clever story. You know, we were talking yesterday about circular economies and how instead of buying clothes, one could go into secondhand stores and thrift, etc. He has a different story, but uh, that very much follows the same kind of route. It's a tool sharing project to help future farmers and small farmers survive and thrive. Tim Abba is from Tim Nectar Farms, and he's working on a project that looks very differently and very brilliantly on how we can farm in many, many ways as communities. Tim, thanks, thanks so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle, and good morning to our SLE listeners. Good morning, Tim. Like, uh, we love that great energy. Thank you. That's what we needed to, like, kickstart the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Tim, what a fascinating story, this tool-sharing project. Tell us what the plan is to uh, really start to get people to borrow tools, just like library books. So uh, my mentor... Baba Musam Fukeng used to tell me, Tim, you must always be proactive in life and not be reactive. Be constructive and don't be destructive. Always generate new ideas that will benefit you and benefit the people in your society. So in Orange Farm, we've been working with a lot of farmers, and most of the biggest challenge that they're having is tools. Yeah. We go train people, ask them, give them seeds, start a food garden. But the tools are very expensive. Go to the shops. None of them can afford them. And their level of income they can't afford those tools so i say no i'm setting these people up for a failure if i don't come up with a strategy to address some of this time so i will take you back to 2017 we launched a community seed bank in orange farm because most farmers could not afford seed we go and say less food garden less plant but the seed prices are very expensive someone asked me tim must i go and buy a seed or must i buy a shebo or a bread for my kids that was very painful to me then I said, no, let's start a community seed bank whereby people can come and borrow seed. You borrow one kg of spinach, you go and plant. After harvesting, you bring twice the amount you borrowed. You don't pay any money. If you got beetroot, you need carrots, you bring a beetroot, we swap for, for carrots. And of course, we are training them. And it went so well. Now we got lots of seeds we are sharing, and people are seed secure in terms of seed. That's seed bank. It works nicely. Then we said, no, if seed bank works in 2017, why can't we start a tool bank? <laughs> whereby we got a lot of tools. People, if they need a spade, a fork for one day, two weeks, or a month, it can be a community person, a gardener, or even an organization. They come and borrow. We don't charge them a fee. This yep. is built on mutual trust. They so, go use the tools, yep. and for a specified period of time, they bring back. But obvious, we train them and ask them about maintenance and care for the tools. So, okay, so let's look at, the, I mean, there's two fantastic projects. The one is the seed bank where you can go and you can get seeds for various different um, products. And once you've grown all your plants, if you have enough for yourself, you can then give some back to the seed bank and they will then pass it on to other people and grow the, make the, I mean, it's just, it's make the circle bigger in many, many ways. Then the next step is to say okay fine i'm going to grow those lettuce those carrots whatever it is but i need a spade i need a hoe i might need a wheelbarrow in order to load up uh the the, the plants etc they can then loan those for a month a day a month whatever the case may be um and they bring it back and as you say there's no there's no fee but this is about respect 
This is about uh, faith in one another, and it's about community. Yes, you know, look at our communities, you know, the challenge that people face, they are no resource center. For me, I, I shall call that seed bank a tool bank, a resource center. It is there yes. to service the needs of the smallholder farmers, the local community. Once people get to understand the philosophy behind this idea, they take ownership. Someone saying, Tim, you must charge a fee, otherwise those tools will be broken down. But no, we want this people to feel like these tools are there. Do you build your own tool? No. So, so I mean, how are people responding to this? It's been massive, my dear. One <laughs> thing we're looking for, we started like with wanted like hand tools, spade, fork. It's not. Someone has already de- 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 donated a-, a-, a weed eater, you know. How nice, because come that spring, there's so much gas all over the community, in the gardens. So you just have to buy petrol or diesel, go and cut the grass. It's been massive, you know. We had like three, three, three wheelbarrows. Then you donated the other day. We had some spade, some fork. And the people, they are so excited, you know. People are using these tools. And by the way, you know, we also teach the young kids, their parents and their teachers about gardening. So they were the first beneficiary of this project. Their tools, last week we had over 17 food gardens established from those tools. Tim, I have to ask you, you obviously just are one of those entrepreneurs that like keeps thinking one step ahead. And I'm, I'm interested to know how you see this kind of project not just going from survival to sustainable, but possibly even to scalable. So I will tell you, in 2018, in Orange Farm, in partnership with Africa Tikkun, we launched a G2K, Garden to Kindergarten project, whereby we teach young kids great art, three years old to seven years old, on the value of growing their own organic vegetable seeding from seed seedlings. And before the food ends in their stomach or on their table, they understand that journey. Because these are behaviors that are going to pass on these young kids. The program was so well. We, we, in, we did it in Orange Farm, Deep Fruit, Alex, Bramfontein, and Emblem in Cape Town. After that, we say, no, Tim, these young people, what happened after high school? Because you go to a school now, a crash, a primary high school, you ask the kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? You say a doctor, a policeman, a soldier, a firefighter, because they are reacting. These are employees. You want to take people off the employee database. What about the employers? Then we say, you can't bend yeah. an old tree. Why don't we instill these behaviors of farming from this young age? These people can grow and know where their food is coming from. Now we started agripreneurship of whereby we train the youth on agriculture skills for them to be agripreneurs. People who start their own self-sustainable agriculture-related enterprises in the farming field, live a sustainable life, pay for your school fees for your kids, you live a good lifestyle, you'll be a role model. So I'm trying to shape role models in the youth from farming. But teach that, pool bank will be the easiest, easiest route and seed bank will be the one that will be addressing, servicing them when they go in that farming route. So- if they don't have tools, they don't have seeds, and they don't have capacity in terms of knowledge, they will never. But also, key to this is for them to go and share that knowledge they have learned. Whatever, you know, sharing is caring. Whatever you learn, whatever you got, share with others. Let's not create a dependent society or an independent society. We want to create an interdependent. You must know that I am because of you. We must coexist, all of us. 
Jeez, I love this. And I love this idea about employees uh, versus uh, employer. It's And it's I suppose it's a different way of saying there's a difference between a job and work. And often we think about a job as being an employee, whereas work could be about being an employer as well. And I think that that's very potent. Tim, how many people are you supporting at this point? And secondly, if people are hearing you and saying, hey, I've got a bunch of spades in the back that I really don't need anymore. Um, how can they get hold of you? So for now, every Tuesday, if, if you're in Orange Farm or you can manage to come to Orange Farm, we've got a group of 200 smallholder farmers that come for training every Tuesday from 8 o'clock until 1 o'clock. Yeah. So it's a one-year program where we train them. But also we are training people in Orange Farm, in Ekinos, African Women in Agriculture, also in Deep Sloot. So we are focusing on those those groups. So if you are able to come to Orange Farm, and soon in this group, we're starting an initiative whereby the street vendors, you come every once, every, every, every week for a training, and you'll get some 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 some, 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 some things to keep you going because we want to get them to understand how they, to grow the food, you know, for them not just be buying every time. They must be of that. So we are looking for tools like spades, fork, whatever tools that is available. We will appreciate. So I am available on 0826 yep. 39 or you can email me at teamnectabees.gmail.com. And I know for a fact that um, two days ago was uh, World Bee Day, so that sound, sounds absolutely perfect. Constant, can I tell you, we are also beekeeper. We teach young people about beekeeping. We are producers of honey. In South Africa, there's a deficit. 60% of the honey is imported. We are beekeepers as well. So we are teaching these young people about honey production. People must understand that without bee, there's no pollination. There's no food. Bees are the most loyal servants of the food system. If we eliminate bees, there's no food. Tim, you bees are the most loyal servants. I just love that. You make me very happy when I listen. I wish you all the very, very best. And um, I hope that it grows from strength to strength to strength because it sounds like you're doing amazing work. Thanks for the opportunity and thank you for the listeners as well. Tim Abar is from Tim Nectar Farms and you can contact him on 082 639-6621. Maybe you've got a wheelbarrow. Maybe you've got a spade, a hoe, a sickle, a hand spade. If you've got something that could uh, really help them in the work that they're doing, then why not get hold of him? His um, email is timnectarbees. That's T-I-M-N-E-C-T-A-R-B-E-E-S at gmail.com. And uh, they've been uh, working on uh, the Ubuntu project in Orange Farm for a while where they supply food to about 100 families. And they also distribute boxes of fresh produce with a bottle of honey and vegetable seeds. I mean, it just and much more. It sounds like a really exciting project. And if that hasn't uh, made your morning light up, then maybe you must just climb back into bed and sleep a little bit longer because it sounds to me like uh, that might be what you need. 7.25.